right, so a lot has happened this weekend, not only in the One Piece world, but also with this episode, we're going to be talking about the world of Black Clover because something huge has happened in the latest chapter of the manga series that we really need to talk about this because some huge event happened that it exploded all over the internet. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece and the latest chapter of Black Clover. Hey guys, this is Jade from the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. Today, we are going to be looking at the latest chapters for both One Piece and Black Clover. For One Piece, it is chapter 1028, while for Black Clover, it is chapter 308. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. And for those of you who have not read any of the following chapters, I suggest you wait until they have been officially released. But for everyone else, let's continue on ahead. So to start off chapter 1028 from One Piece, we begin with a color spread with Usopp and Nami playing video a fighting game featuring the rest of the Straw Hats as video game characters. I find this to be really awesome, but at the same time, it's also really cute. Really seeing Nami as a gamer girl and Usopp as a typical gamer dude, that's, also, that's kind of funny. Now, let's get on with the chapter. We begin the chapter in the visitor reception room. A member of CP0 informing another person over Dendem Mushi, another dragon appeared resembling Kaido, is fighting alongside Luffy, and also the appearance matches the devil fruit Dr. Vegapunk had created. The receptor, on the other hand, disregards this discovery, prompting the agent to acquire the reason for the call. He informs the agent that they received orders from a higher higher power that if Kaido is defeated, they're immediately to move to Wano and access it to the world government. So now, this is a really big deal that with the fall of Kaido, once he's been defeated, the world government is going to be charging over there to take control of the country. This is really concerning because with now the world government going over there to take control of Wano, this is being very concerning because Wano is a really, really important country, not only because of the samurai that are very strong there, but also because of the weapons. They are very, very prominent for the sea stone weapons that are at their disposal. And can you imagine if they get their, the world government get their hands on that? This is kind of scary. And I just can't imagine how the future is going to be if they actually get their hands on Wano. But the notes from according to one of the agents show that it is now 12,000 to 8,000. And and they don't believe that Kaido will be defeated. But then they receive a message from Rob Gucci, a member of CP0 who was once part of CP9. The last time we saw him, he... We did see him prior, he became part of CP0, but he was once part of CP9 back in NS Lobby. You do remember him, he was the leopard guy, yeah. He informs the other agent that they have received another order, and that is the immediate capture of Nico Robin, regardless of the outcome of the battle. So 
apparently, I don't think he kind of learned his lesson the last time in Ennis Lobby when trying to capture Nico Robin and have her executed. Looks like they're still going to go after her because of the whole thing of her being the demon child. Well, it kind of did show when she was going up against Black Maria, but at the same time, I kind of don't understand why he's still so, so fixated of going after Nico Robin. <laughs> uh, Uchi? What's going on? with your thoughts about Robin. You can talk about your feelings. Then again, I wouldn't want to ask that to him because knowing the kind of guy he is, I wouldn't want to cross that line. But at any point, the agent, after hearing what the order was from Rob Lucci, he agrees and at that point, Robin has finally woken up and is fighting a fighting back the beast pirates alongside Brooke. We then pan to the skies of Wano, and Onigashima has only five minutes before reaching the fire capital. Yamato has split from Mononosuke, being that she hopes to nullify the explosion ships in the castle to reduce the potential number of casualties. Mononosuke, however, is really, really upset over the fact that she left him like she abandoned him and steals himself and attempts to create flying clouds to support the island. But it basically was no use. But Yamato reaches the top of the island and turns herself into her full her full mythical Zoan form and heads for the explosive, much to the surprise of the Heart Pirates who witnessed her. And when they saw her, they thought that she looked like a giant white wolf, which again, when you saw the animation, when you saw the, the drawing of what she looks like in her full beast form, she absolutely looks beautiful. I will say that. Now, I will admit, we don't still don't know much about the mythical Zoan fruit that Yamato has, but I will admit, it's pretty awesome, and I cannot wait to see more of what it's capable of later down online, and I cannot wait to see how it would be animated in the anime series. We then pan back to the live floor where Queen is attacking Sanji with with Bride Pan. With Sanji trying to dodge it. He admits Queen is strong and dodges a sword strike. But Queen demands Sanji use in the raid suit, having seen him use it on King earlier. And knocks Sanji away before getting before getting back up, thinking how his body is feeling weird. But he angrily refuses to put the raid suit on due to his hatred for the Spensmo family, which he vocally makes known to Queen. Now, I do remember that one point when Sanji did put the raid suit on. That moment was actually really awesome. But I can't understand why he refused to put the raid suit on because of the pain and misery that he went through growing up as the once prince of the Vinsmo family, but then many years ago he denounced this title as the prince of of the Vinsmo family, and I can see why. Then we see Queen using a move called Black Coffee at Sanji, but dodges with Diable Jambe laying put grill shot burning his stomach and sending him flying. But seeing that move, 
he then transforms into his full Brachiosaurus form and wonders how he could take off down his insanely powerful foe now in his full dinosaur form. So this is going to be a big, another big battle that, again, I will admit this kind of battle was really amazing. Seeing how Sanji was going up against Queen now in his full dinosaur form. Then he admits that Sanji's attack was impressive and decides to battle him without the use of his enhancements, which is which is interesting. But then we see a move that is actually kind of weird, but at the same time, it's actually kind of cool. It was called Braccio Jaris, which move causes him to detach his head and tail from his torso. Lodging its finding itself as Sanji. The Alliance and Sanji were left as shock at this bizarre attack, with a snake-like body produces to squeeze him with Braccio to Togoros. And with that, he tells Sanji that even the toughest of fighters have fallen to his attack, considering to let him go if he shows him Germa's capabilities. And he refuses once more directing his attention to his separate torso, deploying two missile launchers on his side. Then, he uses the, the launchers responded by voice command, and before he could even get the order, they accidentally misfire and hit Queen instead. Ouch. In that moment right there, I really like that. How, even though he would, did use the enhancements on himself, they did misfire and hit him instead. Knowing that they fire because he said a word, he said the words Braccio launchers, it he tried to explain it to his torso only for him to say the words again, causing them to misfire, hitting him once more. And I will admit, that kind of moment was actually kind of funny. It's like, why are you trying to explain something only for you to get yourself hit? He then decides to reform back dropping Sanji that he wouldn't survive while crushing while crushing his bow and he continues to say that over and over again. We then pan over to Chopper and find Sanji to see him getting back up to his feet. Still able to move even though his bones are still broken. He, snap, he snaps his bones back into place and begins to fear that he's awakened the same enhancements as his siblings. Now, we see Sanji is enraged by the supposed power of fearing that he will become inhuman like his brothers. But, with Queen has returned to his hybrid form, tries to take down Sanji with his sword, and it ends up shattering against his head, with Sanji only feeling minor pain. And that moment was awesome. This showing that the battle between Queen versus Sanji is just the beginning. And that is the end of the chapter. Alright, now that we're out of the world of One Piece, we are now panning into the world of Black Clover, chapter 308. The name of the chapter for Black Clover is titled, You Know Grim Burial. And this is a very interesting chapter because this was a moment in Black Clover that just broke 
the entire internet because of one specific thing. And we are going to be talking a little bit more about that very, very soon. So let's get started. The first part of the chapter, we start with the Spatial Brothers. And they are fighting against an And basically, it's not going too well. As, as they were continuing the battle against him, they sadly are defeated, as are the other Clover Knights. And things really are not going too well. He is basically pummeling everybody, even in his full form. This is really, really dangerous seeing how the full extent of his power. And you know, we see him laying on the ground. He's unconscious. He looks like he's on the brink of, brink of death. Seeing how people, fallen comrades, are laid out before him, or they're being stabbed and almost on the brink of death. This is truly scary. And we see Yuno is on the ground. He's bleeding from his mouth. He's almost to the point where they're about to give up. But then, there's a moment when Zenon announced, I have won. But then, we go through a brief moment where Yuno has a little moment of his life, his journey, when he began to remember when at one point, when in his village, he began to recall by saying, they called me a genius, the hope of the village. I was chosen. I was recognized. I was envied. I was hated. I was entrusted. I lost. But I vowed. Then, before all hope was lost, we see an image of Asta giving Yuno a fist bump with a with a sm huge smile on his face. That's showing a symbol of one thing, of not to lose hope. The one person who was there for him for so many years to, to push him further on his dream of becoming the Wizard King. And that moment, he vowed that he wasn't going to give up. But then, we see a little spectral spirit appearing before Yuno saying, I am you, but you also have your own power. And before anything, another grimoire had appeared before Yuno. But this grimoire is very, very different from any of the other grimoires I've ever seen. It is a spade grimoire, but this is a second grimoire that Yuno had just obtained. And this it is so mind-blowing. A person was to obtain a second grimoire. And right then and there, this is just mind-blowing. And we see Zenon, he is basically just standing there all waiting to see what's going to happen next. But then, we see Yuno, he's back up on his feet, ready to take on Zenon, and he proclaims, I will save the captain, save everyone, 
I will be this country Idris' salvation and will become the wizard king, stating that he will defeat Zenon and will put a stop to his tyranny and put a stop and finally defeat him. Even though the chapter was short, this was amazing, but this chapter completely broke the internet. Yuno is now the user of two grimoires. This is insane. Now we have seen everything in the world of Black Clover. I never thought something like this would actually happen, but it did. Almost like in the world of One Piece, if a person is able to have two devil fruits, then this is almost the same equivalency. Yuno has two grimoires. Now I'm really itching to see how this final battle is going to go. But that was the end of the chapter. And I can't wait for chapter 309 to see how the battle is going to pan out. So what did you guys think of the latest chapters for both One Piece and Black Clover? Did you like the chapters? Did you not like the chapters? I honestly think that both of those chapters were completely mind-blowing, mainly for Black Clover because I did not expect the outcome to be as crazy as it was from what we have witnessed. But for both of them, I cannot wait to see what is going to happen next in the following chapters. However, for the world of One Piece, we're going to be have to wait for the following week since there's we're going to have to wait until next week since there's going to be a bit of a break for the One Piece manga. However, for the world of Black Clover, there's not going to be a break, so we're expected 309 to be released sometime soon. And from what I have seen, and I am so excited and really happy about this. We're almost close to a thousand plays on Anchor for the Nerdfix, and it is completely mind-blowing. Thank you all so much for listening to this channel and for sticking around till the end. It's hard to believe that since I started this podcast for nearly a year ago, I never thought I would get this far. And I never thought that I we'd reach this goal by my birthday. Before my birthday, actually. But again, thank you. And to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you. And stay awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. And I'm sorry if I was a little bit trippy on my words. I mean, it's because of excitement, but also as, again, mind was blown. And I will see you all on Wednesday for a brand new episode. Later!